The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I want to end, I want to tell you a story. I think one of the greatest stories ever in Chesed that I ever heard, and I know that it's a true story, it was checked out in 12 different ways to make sure that it's true. There was a man, his name was Mr. Lefkowitz, not the Mr. Lefkowitz from, from Brooklyn, Oliver Shalom. And Mr. Lefkowitz was a very wealthy man, and he was an old man, and he was in a nursing home. And he never had lost his two feet to diabetes. And he was very wealthy, so even though the nursing home had two beds in every room, in his room there was only one bed, and he paid for both beds. He wanted to be alone. He was an artist, he was a very intelligent man, and he didn't want to have anyone else in his room. One day the owner of the nursing home calls him up and says, Listen, Mr. Lefkowitz, we're asking you for a favor. There's a Mr. Friedman who wants to come to the nursing home, but we don't have any room. And we ha- we're going to make room in 30 days. Someone's going to Florida. Would you let him be in your room for 30 days? He was a really nice guy, Lefkowitz. He said, but you got to promise me after 30 days this Friedman guy is out. Yes, 100%. So they bring in this Mr. Friedman. And they put him into the bed. Lefkowitz was a very happy, nice person. He gets into his wheelchair. He rolls over. He says, Friedman, welcome to my castle. Friedman's a miserable, miserable cranky old man and he's like get away from my bed I don't want to be here my kids put me in this nursing home I don't even want to be near you get away from me old man he's screaming at him he says listen listen to me Friedman this is not the way it works this is my room you're my guest if you're going to act like this I don't want bad energy if you're going to act like this goodbye get away screaming at him get away okay he picks up the phone he calls the owner he says listen to me I want this guy out tomorrow I can't have this man in my room. He is the most miserable man I ever met. Owner says, okay, he's not always like that. Okay, we'll come tomorrow, we'll, we'll move him. In the middle of the night, Mr. Lefkowitz is in his bed and he hears Mr. Friedman crying. Gets back into his wheelchair, rolls over. Mr. Friedman, why are you crying? I told you to leave me alone. Get away from me. He says, Just, why are you crying? What's going on? He says, you really want to know why I'm crying? Come closer. Look at my face. You're not exactly the most handsome person in the world, but it's not a re- you're not that bad that you should be crying. No, no, come closer. Look at my eyes. He looks at his eyes. He says, I, I don't know what you want. He goes, you fool. I'm blind, Mr. Happy Lefkowitz. I live in a world of darkness. You see your children and your grandchildren. I see darkness. You want me to be happy? Now get to your side of the room. Lefkowitz feels so bad. That he yelled at this guy. No one told him that he was blind. He's thinking, he goes back to the side, what am I going to do? How can I throw a blind man out of my room? But I can't have such a guy in my room. Wheels back to him. He says, Freeman, listen to me. Here's the deal. I'm an artist. Tomorrow morning, I'm going to go to the window. It's a beautiful park. I'm going to be your eyes. I'm going to describe, you used to be able to see, you lost your vision, so you can still imagine. I'm going to tell you everything that's going on outside. You're going to imagine it, and in your head, you're going to see it. Freeman's like, you're Miss Sugar, get away from me. He says, here's the deal, I'll do it for an hour. If you don't like it, I will never come for the next 30 days. I will not come to your side of the room. Freeman says, deal. Next morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, sunrise. Lefkowitz gets up. Friedman, sunrise! Oh, Michigana. Michigana, I just, I, I just went to sleep. What? Sunrise, sunrise! 
And he starts talking about the clouds, cumulus, nimbus, and cirrus. And, and we're across the park, and the B-13 bus just came here, and there's a lady with a yell, eh. For the hour, he's telling him everything that, that he sees. And finally, the hour's over, and Friedman says, okay, left quest. The hour's over. Done. You can't come to my side of the room. I'm done. Next day, Friedman calls left quest over. He says, you know, you're a Meshuggah, but it's true. Everything you were describing, you described in such detail that even though I can't see, I saw it in my head. It was amazing. You want to do another hour tomorrow? This is a true story. V'kachoya. An hour, two hours, four hours, five hours. These two, no 30 days. For a year, they were together. They were best friends. He would sit there a whole day and describe the sunset, the sunrise, the little dipper, the big dipper, the park, the, the, the hydrants, the dogs, the cats. Ah! Best friends. Rain, snow, fall, spring. Everyone in the nursing home knew. These two, one's blind, one's in a wheelchair, put them together, they make an unbelievable person. They're so happy together. And one day, Friedman calls Lefko to over to his bed. He says, he called him Lefko in the story. He goes, Lefko, I have to tell you something. I see more now blind than I saw when I had my eyes. I never looked at the children in a park. I never looked at a sunset or a sunrise. I never looked at the stars. What you're doing for me, I see more blind than I saw with my eyes when I could see. And Lefko said, nah, come on, don't get so emotional, come on. They were mama's best friends. And two months later, Friedman wakes up, and there's something very wrong. He feels that it's much later than sunrise. Lefkowitz, where are you? Nothing. Lefkowitz, where are you? It's late. You in the bathroom? Nothing. He pulls the string for the nurse. And the nurse walks in. And he says, nurse, where, where, where's my friend? Where's Lefkowitz? She says, Mr. Friedman, I, I'm, I don't even know how to tell you this, but last night while he was sleeping, he was having chest pains. We took him to the hospital. And this morning he passed away. What? Hashem took my eyes a second. No, it's impossible. What are you saying? I need him. I can't see without him. What are you saying? Like, I, I, I am so sorry the funeral is at, at 2 o'clock. Do you want to go? Do I want to go to my best friend's funeral? Of course I want to go. What time is it? It's 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. Yeah. Do me a favor. Do me a favor. In memory of my friend, ju- just go to the window and tell me. 8 o'clock is the B-23. It's a bus. And there's this lady. She's Meshuggah. She has a little white poodle. And she wears this heavy yellow. It doesn't matter whether it's summer or not. And right now it's summer. You're going to see it's so crazy. She wears a heavy yellow coat. Run, run, because at 801, that bus is going to pull out. She goes, what do you want me to do? Go to, you got 30 seconds left. Go to the window. Mr. Friedman, I have no idea what you're talking about. What, what, you don't speak English? Go to the window. There's no window in this room. What? What do you mean there's no window in this room? What are you talking about? My friend left has been by that window for the last year and a half. What are you saying? You're playing with a, a blind man? You're playing with me? What do you mean there's no window? And he gets up. And he, he goes to Lefkowitz's bed and he goes to the wall and he starts feeling the wall and he's like, window, there has to be a window. And he's feeling the whole wall, there has to be a window. He sat by a window for a year and a half and he feels the whole wall. There's no window. And he comes to the funeral. 
Mr. Friedman gets up to speak by Lefkowitz's children and grandchildren. And he says the following. He says, there are human beings in this world that do chesed. And they're willing to sit by a window and describe the world for a blind man. He says, but there are angels. And your grandfather or father was an angel that was willing to sit by a wall. He didn't see any more than I did. He sat by a wall and he made that wall into a window for me. That's not a human being. That's a malach. Many of us are going through hard times. Many of us have our own walls. I don't know if I have the money to give this yeshiva. I got investment. I got all, I got my stuff. I got my own stuff. But Wallstein, what do you bought? I got my own stuff. Yes, if everything was going great, I'd give a big check to this yeshiva. That's a human, that's a regular person. And I have a window. Okay. But you don't know what I'm going through. I got a wall. You got to step it up. You got to step it up like Lefkowitz. And you got to take this yeshiva's walls because they have hearing loss and they can't hear. And you have to be their ears. And you have to help them be successful. Even if you have a wall, you can make a window for all these kids. And this rabbi, why does he have to struggle? Why does he have to even ask for money? The money should be thrown at him before anyone. These are Hashem's special children. Hashem says, I rest in their disability. I am in their ears. Just like I'm in Moshe Rabbeinu's mouth. I am in their ears. You want to get close to me? Get close to them. Why does this man have to even ask for money? You can make a window for them, even if you have a wall. I'm going live with Omer Mitzvah Hashem, with Hashem's help, to Eretz Yisrael. And we're seeking, when I get there, I'm going to go to a wall. There's no windows in that wall. Whoever has been by the Koso, there's no windows. Shlomo Melech said in Shir Hashirim, I will look at you, Hashem said, from the windows and from the cracks. It says in Mepharshim, the windows was when there was a base Migdosh, and the cracks are now Manashtana. What's the difference? When your kid gets on the bus in the morning and you're waving from the window, you see him and he turns around and he sees Tati waving and Mommy waving and he feels secure. That was in the times of the Beis HaMikdash, Shlomo Melech said, but there will be a time where Kosh Baruch will look at through the cracks. The person who watches through the cracks sees the person he's watching, but when the other person turns around, he just sees a wall. That's all he sees. And that's all we have. All we have right now is a wall the Kaisomarabi, the weak wall, the disability wall, the weakest wall in the whole base. I mean, this is the one HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, I love the disabled. The wall that was the least important in the whole base. I mean, that's the one that's standing, not the Mizrachvant. But that wall has no windows. He sees us, but we don't see him. Ay vey, this dar. Ay vey, what I deal with. Ay, he sees us, but we don't see him. How many children are atheists? How many children are saying, how do you know there's a Hashem? How do you know this is true? Ay, we don't see him. Ay, we don't have a window in the Kaisal Maravi. So how are we going to get the window in the Kaisal Maravi? Who says, if you take my wall, and your wall you take and turn it into a window for others, me the Kinegi, me the, I'll take my wall. And I'll put the windows back in the Kosal.
That's up to us. When we take other people's walls and make them windows like Mr. Lefkowitz did, then a Baruch Hu will put the windows back. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.